Well, welcome to the follow-up podcast. My name is Hayden. I am the worship director here at Arbor Church, and today we have Allison Oconee, the community care pastor or care pastor. Which one do you prefer, Allison? Whatever the community wants. Do they want to be specifically targeted that I love them and care for them? Or do they like yes. not to be so much in the spotlight? I yes. want what the community wants. I feel like when I'm feeling long-winded, I'm going to call you community care pastor. And then when I have to type it out for your lower thirds on any video, I'm going to do care pastor. Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. Whatever works for yeah. you. I want you to feel comfortable. And then we also have Brian Cobley, who is our speaker on Sunday. Brian, what do you want your lower third to be? Allison stole my pew. Okay, Allison stole your pew. That's your lower third. I hope the I hope the viewers are fine with this. <laughs> no, you, Change up. You took my chair. Yes. Brian's in a little bit of a bad mood. Um, <laughs> he's pouting because Allison took his spot, but he spoke on Sunday, so we usually put the speaker in the middle for the for the podcast. But there's no reasoning with Brian today in this mood, so <laughs> we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, and then we have Michael Salas. He is our chill. <laughs> what? Salas. Salas. I, that, Salas. That last name is just something that I want to like just emphasize. Do you know it's a palindrome? You could spell it forward or backward. Wow. I've I know. I never even thought of it's that. It's really not important at all. <laughs> I like that, though. Michael yeah. Salas. Can that be point. his lower third? Yeah. I am a palindrome. The palindrome. <laughs> um, uh, Michael Salas, besides being a palindrome for his last name, is our children's director. And uh, Michael, we haven't had you on the podcast since probably when we talked about our, was that our Christmas episode where we talked about traditions, right, that we grew up with? And yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a long time. So... Thank you for joining us, Michael. Um, we're just going to hop right into unpacking Brian's message from Sunday. Brian, do you want to remind us and the listeners or viewers, what was the main point of your sermon on Sunday? Uh, the main point is how are you using your freedom, the freedom that we have received from Christ. As We as Christians have a choice between using our freedoms for self or use our freedom for one another. So how are you using your freedom? Mm. Was that, did you read, did you find that point in a commentary? Was that something that when you were reading the passage, it was just very clear to you that's the message? How did you come to that main point? Well, really, it was Scott Hetherington uh, yeah. with his sermon and then even with the follow-up. I just felt like he really set up the sermon I was preaching well with focusing for me on uh, Galatians 5.13, which was, for your call to freedom, brothers, only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love, serve one another. So mm. I really have to give it to Scott because I most likely would have not even focused on 513. But with that, tell him bringing that up to me, I'm like, oh, that helps me quite a bit. Yeah. So. It, you said uh, helps you quite a bit. Was that something that you were struggling to find the main point when you were doing your research or was it like even before you started, you're like, okay, that's perfect. That's right. Uh, before go I this. started, he gave it to me, but I would have struggled yeah. in the research just because with all of the different lists that are present in this, that I would yeah. have had a very hard time trying mm -hmm. to sum it all up. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong. How, how many weeks has it been since your last message? Cause you were going to speak and then you gave one of your weeks to cliff. How long has it been? Since First Thessalonians chapter five. Wow, wow. Yeah. So 
Five weeks, Allison? Five, four, three? Yeah, and we had a snow day in there. We had yeah. snow at some point. So, yeah, it's been a while since we had Brian it's in there. So this is, I mean, you did do some of the work on Galatians before you gave it to Cliff, but yeah. how has working in Galatians been different than working in First Thessalonians? Oh, That's a great man. question. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually harder. Harder? Yeah, Galatians, Galatians for me has actually been a harder book than First Thessalonians. I just felt like First Thessalonians came with a little bit more love. Yeah. Of, <laughs> um, uh, they weren't really necessarily doing anything wrong, that Paul was really excited about how this church was doing through the persecution, uh, that the report that he got back from Timothy. But I do not get that from Galatians 5. I feel like mm. Paul is very upset with these people, especially I think in 4, he pretty much told them that he was upset with them. How did he say it? He said, I am afraid I have labored over you in vain. <laughs> So, is this that's the one the, where he calls them "Oh, foolish Galatians." Where is that? <laughs> where, where is that one? Or is hate it when that, or is that another one? But, Actually, yeah, it, he's pretty clear at how can, he feels. Can you read that again, Brian? The I labored. Is it? I I'm worried. I labored in vain. Yeah, he said. Um, where, what, wow, where did that just go? That was there, and then okay, he says. Um, I am afraid I may have labored over you. That's day. some real strong dad energy of like, <laughs> I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. I'm just really disappointed in that, yeah. There was nothing worse than when your dad said that. <laughs> I hated that. My dad never said that to me. Really? Not with his words, but his actions. Hmm. Mm. He, my dad, I'm pretty sure invented the silent treatment. Mm. Yeah. My dad was older, and I think my dad could have taken yours yeah really oh yeah i was like classic if you can't say anything nice don't say anything at all so then if you have any anything negative it was just a a silence Uh, my dad would do a silent treatment until you apologized and then when you said i'm sorry he goes okay and then the next day it was like a reset but yeah wow silent treatment until you and, and so then you were just supposed to know what you had done wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, you, I just apologize for it all. Whatever usually, it is. <laughs> you usually knew you what knew. it was. Gotcha. <laughs> There's never a time when he was mad at me, and I got the silent treatment that I didn't know what it was. Hmm. Yeah. It was just accepting the pride of, I guess I am wrong here. Yeah. Or And he was going to freeze you out until I knew, you... I knew steak. My dad always barbecued steak on the weekends, and I knew steak was coming up, and I wanted one, so... <laughs> Nice. Nice. For I don't want to put you on the spot, Brian. You can say uh, I'm not interested in asking or answering this question at, the, at this moment. But um, do you happen to know the like the main differences in terms of like geography, but also like the difference of the towns between Thessalonica and Galatia? I actually don't. I did not. Uh I would have done that work if I was doing Galatians 1. Yeah. Um, but since I kind of just jumped in with Galatians 5, I didn't do the research of the, yeah. the surrounding area. There's just sometimes where, like, you do the research of the city and you find something interesting that, like, oh, this one word kind of makes more sense. Like, I forget the whole background, but, like, you see in Revelation when they talk about, I think it's Revelation, where they talk about lukewarm yeah, right? it is Revelation. Yeah, and then you learn more about the you know the town that he's talking about, and it's like, oh, there's actually like a reason why he brought this up because it lined up. But I just wasn't sure if there was anything that you remember from our New Testament intro where no. we learned about the cities and. Key I should have things. done that. Thanks for that question. Now you make me look bad. 
<laughs> well, I didn't remember either. We both went to the same college. I think we might have even taken that class together, but it's not important. We'll have to right ask now. the fact yeah. checker in the back. Yeah. Mm, if you yes. could get that for us. Looks like they're going to be on it. Huh. Not to. It looks like Glacia is a region. Wow. Yeah. But Thessalonica is a city. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but Glacia is a region. Oh, okay. Like saying Macedonia. Oh, okay. Well, we can move on from that. Um, <laughs> Brian, I will say you are not a, you do not have like a, a type of sermon. Like it, it's not something where I can listen or watch your sermon and be like, oh, that's a Brian sermon. <laughs> but I was surprised that you just had one, one point. You had one main point. Was that what you got from Scott or when you were going through, you're like, bro, there's really just one point to this single passage. I actually usually just do one point. I will agree with you when you say usually, yeah. but I remember looking at it and I was like, uh, it feels a little bit different. Yeah, I, well, first, first Thessalonians, I had uh, points. Yes. But when I actually do like a three-point sermon, yeah. that's not my usual. It's normally, <clears throat> I usually do what the verse is telling me to do. Yeah. And so if the verse has multiple points, yeah. then I'll use it. So like first Thessalonians, it was the, um, build up your leaders, build yep. up your... So just, it was categories. So I could have done a, a point if I summed up the desires of the flesh in categories. Yep. When I was doing my research, I seen that a lot. Uh, people just putting a couple of them in the same type of categories, but I felt like I did not want to do that um, because I just felt like... I honestly felt like the Holy Spirit was telling me, say these word for word because sometimes... We need to hear a word to know, oh, wow, I'm actually like, that one makes this me This is a struggle for yeah. me. Checks my spirit. Yeah. I thought it was um, really helpful, too, because I had taken some words in the list as in just plain reading, just kind of understood them on my own, what my own knowledge was. Uh, but when you unpacked it, I learned things like sorcery. For example, I used to think that was just in like dabbling in the occult or, you know, horoscopes or, you know, Harry Potter stuff. What? Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Harry Potter. Watching yes. or reading that. Yeah. Right, right, Smurfs. right. <laughs> so I thought it was more along the lines of that. But then you said that the the word is like pharma. Pharmakia. 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 So it was dabbling more in like substances. Yeah. More the misuse of drugs. Yeah. That that was completely new learning for me. Mm-hmm. Never thought about that. I, I think the two are very closely related, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but anyhow, so I like that you went through and didn't just lump them all together in an awkward pile. Like, hey, here's all the hard stuff in life, and like it's it's awkward, it's negative, it's uh, not life giving. Like you could have just kind of dismissed it, but mm-hmm. you went one by one, which actually was really helpful. So yeah, I uh, I read a, a book one time about preaching where the guy said, "Do not ignore hard passages," mm-hmm. and I think that's easy mm-hmm. to ignore mm-hmm. or just read it real quick and go, "Yeah, we all know what that means." Which yeah. I had the temptation with the <laughs> "If you do this, you will not inherit the kingdom of of, of heaven." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna maybe skip over Let's, that and just go yeah. straight into the fruit of the spirit." Yeah. <laughs> Well, I actually, I had somebody let me know that it was hard for them to listen to the list. It felt very close to home, Mm. and they actually turned it off. They were tuning in online. Really? Yeah, it just, I mean, I think it is such um, weighty stuff to go, 
this either I know someone I love who does one of these things or me myself I do one of these things and it's really hard to hang in there and want to hear hard hard news mm -hmm. you know so wow I don't think I've ever heard somebody say they turned off my sermon before. <laughs> I, I mean, probably the, shouldn't have broken this to you live here on the well, pod. The good news is it wasn't you, right? It was scripture. It, it was. was. It was. It's convic Thanks, conviction, Michael. right? And and I think that's a point: is to get us more true north, to get us moving in the right direction again. That's what you know. The whole point of this was: is we have freedom, and if if we're not even if it's not on our radar, mm -hmm. then how are we knowing we're moving in the right direction? So the fact that you did that, the fact that someone was convicted enough to just go, you know, I have to stop for a moment here. I think that's pretty amazing. And it, and it was, it was definitely, I remember praying that at the end of the sermon of that. I pray that if one of, if an alarm went off in our head with one of these, that, that God can reveal it more. And my prayer is, and those of you watching, if there is one that you are that is sounding off, I pray that you do a deeper word study with that one because you can honestly do a whole, probably a whole years of sermons just based upon mm -hmm. this part of Galatians five. Uh, well, do you ever have you guys ever gone on WebMD at all? And you, I try and stay away because I'm going to die. And <laughs> totally, I know <laughs> everything you read. <laughs> but basically, you know, the concept is you're like putting in your symptoms. Like I do this, I have this, and like a rash or whatever. And then it kind of like gives you your diagnosis and it always says, go check with your doctor anyhow. But I, if I felt like this passage was a little bit of the web MD, like there, my, my soul feels some sickness and there's some symptoms. Mm. And then you're kind of like clicking through the symptom list in a way. And you're helping people identify like that their soul is, is sick in mm -hmm. some way yeah. and then like th there's a better way go check your doc go check with your doctor or you know or your pastor <laughs> and, um or the holy spirit your counselor yeah holy spirit yeah all those things and and like let's get you well like there's a better wellness you know it's you don't have to stay in that and to to piggyback on your analogy I think it'd probably be good to plug our prayer team at this time as well. Mm -hmm. You know, if you feel like there's any of those things mm -hmm. that you're convicted with and you're going, I'm not sure where to turn, you could do a deep dive in scripture and just kind of research more. And mm -hmm. there's also, we have the resource to be, I think you click on meet online and there's request prayer on mm -hmm. our website. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And from there you can just, um, if it's something that you want kept confidential, you could type that in and, as mm -hmm. well and just say, could you be praying for me about yeah. this? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a Thank you for sharing me that. Yeah, the live on the podcast. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brian. No, you'll it's be, cool. It's you'll just... be up all night. I know. It... <laughs> Sorry. Breaking but, news. But, you know, that's a story that has not been finished being told yet. Yeah. And I know I messed up that sentence, but we're, we're only partway through that person's story. I hope we At hear some the point, ending of it. Yeah, we'll get the, the ending. ending that would be so cool. Yeah. No. And then to let everybody know, Hayden... Um, that the pastor, John Baker, I want to give full credit to Allison for bringing that up to me because I was struggling with an introduction of like, there's people I want to mention about who use their freedom for, for amazing things. And I just, with all of the tension with everything political, I was trying to find people who didn't use their freedom, but also like broke the law, hmm. but a law that wasn't, you know, supposed to be in place. So I'm just trying to think of people. And Allison was like, hey, have you heard of, did you know that the, the man who started CR died a few weeks ago. I'm like, no, 
But what a great introduction because that man has mm -hmm. used his freedom mm -hmm. to, to help millions of people. And I think the mm -hmm. statistic is that 35,000 churches right now have CR, have a CR program. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. So great. Yeah. yeah. So want to give that to Allison. Oh, well, good. <laughs> Scoreboard. Got, got a W. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever you say. I don't know. <laughs> Awesome. Hand in the cookie jar? Yeah, hand in the cookie jar. <laughs> she looks right to that I am very athletic. <laughs> very athletic. You yes. are. Uh. You really are. Oh, thanks, Hayden. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> that felt patronizing when you said thanks, Hayden. Just wanted to point that out. I feel no, it's just pathetic that it actually means something to me. So thank you, Hayden. <laughs> um, Brian, you mentioned Scott. In, helped you with the the main point. Allison gave you the intro. Just I was gonna make a joke. I'm not gonna make a joke. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I I think I see on your face that you saw the joke I was gonna make. I feel like I might have known. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. No, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> how how long of a process was it for you to make this this sermon? You knew you you were told that you were gonna be speaking this a while ago. Um, two weeks ago, actually. Two weeks ago. Yeah, this one wasn't supposed to be the sermon I was preaching. Oh. He swapped with Cliff. With Cliff. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Cliff swap. So was this <laughs> was this a quick process? Because I remember, I do remember when we filmed the, the follow-up last week, you had talked with Scott for quite a while, which mm -hmm. was cool. Because I love it when there's a lot of continuity and people talking. Like, hey, I did this week. Let's talk about your week and let's you know help each other out. Was... Was after your conversation with Scott just like a, it accelerated things of this is where I'm going to go or no, um, with the speaking more about five thirteen helped and then Scott was giving putting me um, back in touch with like putting putting my feet in the shoes of the Gentile Christians here, but with what Scott was saying with what uh, the research I was doing. It was so hard because people were just telling me what the scripture said and broke down the words for me like I did on, on Sunday. But there wasn't a lot of application given help except for yeah. don't do this and do this. So I was yeah. like, okay, so this is either going to be a 20-point sermon or <laughs> I need to try and... I'm all for 20-point sermons. Yeah, right? Super the person memorable. who's making slides, I love that. Idea. <laughs> if you're going to do that, let me know so I yeah. can make sure the child care yeah, is taken yeah, care yeah. of that Also, day. let me know on a Wednesday so I can start making the slides. Yeah, long, I long service. Um, but Scott really helped me to to go put my put my put on their shoes of you, that word freedom because to as Paul was telling them throughout the whole letter that they're now free, Paul also was like I might need to explain freedom to them because they could be seeing freedom as cool, I can do what I want. Right. I can live how I want. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, that is, I guess that is how they, like some people define freedom. Yeah. Um, I can do whatever I want. And so Paul was trying to say, hey, you have freedom, but it's not, you have the freedom to do whatever, whatever you want, but that's not what your freedom is called. That's not how it's called to be. Yeah. So that Scott helped me to get my mindset back into their, what they were dealing with so I can help us with what we're dealing with. The bridging the two worlds together. And remind me the exact phrasing that you used, but you said, you know, when it comes to your spouse, you say treat them with, and then you list it so, off. I love that part. Yeah. I said, um, hmm. it was based upon Galatians 5.13 again, when he said, but through love serve one another. 
So I said, take one another away and fill in the blank. Yeah. yeah. With whoever it is that you know, mm -hmm. man, I need to do a better job of showing the the fruit of the spirit as well. So I said, with love, serve your church, your spouse, your children, your coworkers, one another. With the but didn't you even take you it, it through each yeah. of the fruits of the spirit yeah, too? Did. So it's not just with love; it's like with joy, with patience, with kindness, yeah. Yeah, gentleness. Well, I say love right now because that's what he says. Yeah. yeah, through love, serve one another. But in but your, your sermon, you I had us. Serve your spouse with love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Nice. That was quick. said it a lot slower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, well, thought, I thought that was amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing, and I thought it was funny during first service. I, I could tell that you were wrapping up, so I you know, started to put my in-ears on and turn my body pack on. And then you did it like, you're like with your spouse. Then you're like with your kids, with your, like I don't know, you said like coworker or something mm -hmm. like that. In the first service, I was like, okay, he's going to be doing this for a while because you, you were intentional about slowing it down and listing each one. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I was kind of sitting there doing that, like, do I start making my move to the stage? <laughs> you know, how many people is he going to list off? But then second service, I thought it was great because it was like, no, take the time, do those things, do it with everybody around you, not just, you know, your spouse, the person you're closest with. Do it, be the fruit of the spirit with all the people in your life. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was really great and a good reminder. And, you know, I, I like that you were slow and methodical with it. You weren't just like, like you just did when yeah. you <laughs> spouted off all of them really fast. That was one of my favorite parts of your sermon. And mm -hmm. the other part that I love so much is the spec versus log that you mm -hmm. kept coming back to because your main point there was this list isn't to be in judgment against anybody else around you and be like, you know, finger pointing on them, like you guys are doing things wrong. Um, so instead of looking at the speck in another person's eye, you're to be examining yourself. Like this is all for self-examination and sanctification for oneself, not to be in the judgment seat. Yep. So I love that you kept saying that. You kept reminding us about like speck versus log or, you know. Yeah, and I... I was very honest. The reason I, that each time I paused to say spec versus log was when I found myself doing it when mm -hmm. I was writing the sermon. Mm -hmm. So the way I stopped was sensuality where I said to somebody who flaunts. And in my mind, I was thinking of like, oh, man, who would I classify as that? I'm like, mm -hmm. no, stop doing that. Like, right. that's, right. that's you. <laughs> right. And then I stopped with fits of anger because mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, gosh, I know so many people who just – but I'm like, no, stop. <laughs> right. Like, look at you. So yeah. every time I stop to say spec versus log, it's because I did it when I was writing it, mm. that I was thinking of. I, I would love that to be, like, how everybody approaches Scripture, where there's correction instead of us finger-pointing, you mm. know, that it's more like, okay, well, let's let's do a little deep dive here on yourself first. You yeah. it be so cool. Yeah, and so it was so easy to think of, like, when I said divisions mm -hmm. and enmity and dissensions it was so easy to think of man there's so many christians i know who are doing that in the church but i'm like no stop what are you doing in the church because if your mind's doing that you're doing it mm -hmm. so yeah it was even me writing this i had to i honestly had to keep reminding myself spec mm. versus log a lot of humility yeah also a fruit of the spirit it's actually not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> that was a test. That was a test. It's it's the coconut. Remember, it's the coconut. Yeah. The coconut is, is humility. Yeah, unless I mean, I guess you can say no. gentleness. No, no. humility. Humility. 
it's not a fruit of the spirit, so that's why I don't practice it. You know, it, I, if I it actually, was, I would be humble. But at one it wasn't point, important to Paul. It's not important to me. <laughs> cutting off Michael. What Michael? Sell <laughs> no, us. I, I just wanted to test my mic. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm seeing that it's recording back here. Good, good. Uh, no, at one point, I actually had to, while I was looking at the fruit of the spirit, had to take a moment and, and kind of do a little bit of word search and understand what is the difference between kindness and goodness mm. because they're, for me mentally i thought well they're so closely tied and i thought you did a good job breaking down those are two those are two hard ones because every difference. the commentaries are telling me the same thing like yeah these are the same thing i'm like no but paul said two words and they did i did that in a sense with dissension and division because most people put those two together as well but i did try and split it up say no dissension is causing a stumbling block of teaching while divisions is based upon that stumbling block you're dividing um, you know, same thing with kindness. You can be kind to somebody, but it doesn't always mean you're being good to somebody. Absolutely. The commentary said that they meant the same thing. They, yeah, they would lump them together. Hmm. Well, cause you know, Paul, he adds a lot of fluff. Just look at Romans, you know, there's all <laughs> just fluff in there, right? And Hebrews. Yeah. Hebrews just, <laughs> you really got to dig for that content in Hebrews and <laughs> Romans. <laughs> um, so, you went through all of the fruits of the spirit. You feel like you covered you because you had uh, sixteen through twenty six, correct? Yes. But then you went back to th- you used thirteen yep. quite a bit. Yeah. That's something that I found interesting. Is we had these like kind of division marks for each of these chapters, but there's so far in Galatians, it feels like there's been a lot of like callbacks, which is it's so necessary, right? Because yes. Paul definitely builds upon what he has written before. Um, did you feel like that was a common theme in First Thessalonians where, you know, there was a lot of callbacks to earlier chapters or, or is it more something something that at least I've noticed in Galatians a lot more of? I actually do feel like there was a lot of, like, looking back yeah. at some things because Paul, I think we looked at it, wasn't there, like, three themes with Thessalonians? Mm-hmm. Like, it yeah. went from, like, encouraging to, like... Well, we talked about the sandwich. Yeah. How you kind of, like, you know voice your love and support. And then you kind of have a work area in the middle. Yep. <laughs> and you get a sandwich with the end. Like, yeah. We, you tell love them you how, so much, miss you. Can't wait to see you. Yeah, except for, <laughs> but then I had the, but don't forget this, 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 yeah. this, 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 this. You had the right. follow-up PS. text. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. P.S. Yeah, you had the text that didn't, you know, fit in the email. So yeah. just yeah. include it. <laughs> Which uh, is next week our last week of Galatians? Or was this week this or last? coming... Yeah. This Sunday, I think yeah, it, it is. is. And who is it this Sunday? Scott. This is Scott. Okay, does, yeah. And I haven't, I haven't looked ahead yet. Does Scott have what Brian had to deal with with First Thessalonians, the the follow up text, or is it a pretty complete thought? It's for, actually pretty complete. Okay. All right. Well, sorry, Brian, that you're the only one that had to deal with that so far. Yeah. Uh, this is the your joke. The see with what large letters I'm writing to you with my own hands. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you remember that joke. It was. <laughs> What was this joke about? That? <laughs> Hayden was reading this on U version and goes, "See with what large letters I'm writing to with my own hand." He goes, "No, because U version just puts it all in the same font." <laughs> it wasn't even that good of a joke, but Brian loved it. It was hilarious. <laughs> Sticky point. Yeah. yeah. All yeah, right. I well, hope, I hope Scott just focused the whole sermon yeah. on that part. He goes, "I think somewhere in the manuscripts got lost that this was larger letters, <laughs> but for some reason NIV has just translated it all to the same size font." So, do you think the scribes 
would copy the size of the font too? <laughs> or did no, they just... that's when they slid the papyrus over to Paul yeah. and he was authenticating by writing the yeah. last portion himself. Yeah. And right? And that he was like, so I'm validating that this is from me, this whole thing. But yeah. not just the not just the scribes. So making the, up stuff. But I mean like after so after that's the the original manuscript and then the scribes yeah. started copying it. Oh, so when they copied Did they did put they, it in large print or did they <laughs> I'm glad they kept it in cuz it was probably unnecessary at a certain point, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, especially after Yeah. you know the printing press and all Well, that. yeah, I think that a scribe just forgot to highlight and press control B to bold it <laughs> and it just got control left B. out in normal font. <laughs> Italic. Yeah. It's yeah. a great joke. <laughs> Not as good as the big letters. Though, as, you know. <laughs> yeah, okay, interesting. Um, one thing, though, that I'm actually happy that Michael is here. Michael, I was going to make this an application, but I thought you could do a way better job at this because you told us staff a an amazing thing that your family does every single year when it comes to the fruit of the Spirit. And we can remind you if you've forgotten. No, no, no. I, th I think I know where you're going. That's <laughs> yes. so funny. Yeah. I'm like, I would we love, didn't talk about this. I'm on the spot. I would love for you <laughs> to share that with the people of Arbor. And yeah. maybe they, it's something they could adopt as well. No, that's good. it's cool. No, Every year, um, at the beginning of the year, we choose a word from the fruit of the Spirit uh, for each one of our, our family members. And uh, this year, Hallie is working on joy. Uh, so I'm all about anything that is joyful with her right now. It's awesome. Uh, Do you assign it to somebody? Like, hey, Hallie, I, I'd like to recommend. <laughs> I would feel attacked. Joy. I would uh, feel right. so attacked. <laughs> like, uh, I need to work on faithfulness. No. <laughs> I think Audra joke. would hit me. She's not. <laughs> That's not good. Um, no, we, we choose it ourselves. Okay, we don't, gotcha, we gotcha. don't assign anybody. <laughs> uh, I think that goes back to kindness. Spec versus, right. Log. That's yeah. right. Spec versus log. Spec versus log. Yeah. Hurry. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, Hallie chose joy this year. Um, it's kind of fun. We, you know, walking through explaining to the kids what each word means and having them go, this is the word I want to choose this year. And so it's something we've done for, gosh, I think three or four years now. And it's just taken, taken time each month to kind of go back to that word and go, that's right. I'm working on what, what is, what does faithfulness mean for me and and unpacking that it well it could break down to looking like consistency in my life and God being consistently there for me and how does that reflect for me as a dad and as a husband kind of thing so so is that yours this year's faithfulness? Th that was actually last year's okay um, but so I had a lot of time with that but yeah but it's it's a, it's a great practice and it's a lot of fun what are you doing this year we know, humility we know, we know. <laughs> humility is <laughs> bringing it back to humility <laughs> Uh, gosh, uh, so what, what am I, you caught me off guard, so. It's been a long Self-control. Self-control, okay. That's what I'm on this year. I wanted to go That's through. That's the worst one. You know, exactly, well, you, we talked about revenge, bod, right? I'm down 10 pounds, so. <laughs> so there's the, <laughs> I got, I got hate. It's almost one. beach season. That's right. I'm, I'm getting ready for summer. <laughs> Did you say beef season? Beach. Beach, beach not season. beef season. <laughs> What do you beach? Got it, got it. You don't have oh. any beef seasoning in here? We, we are devolving <laughs> quickly on our Well, it's perfect because we're right around the half hour mark, so it's a good time to wrap up. <laughs> All right. That's is, about is as long as we can be trusted. Yeah. yeah so, so don't go into any other deep questions at this time? I mean, if you'd like to, uh, I'll wrap up, but you can talk to them. And, I, yeah. I did have a question for you we didn't talk about. Yes. Um, it's making you nervous now. Yes. Um, 
so <laughs> hearing your your sermon and really really like contemplating the Galatians, where they were at, knowing that Paul was in a place where he's like, did I waste my time with you? Um, I was thinking from a cultural perspective, when we're talking about freedom, there is a sense of like, why is he asking them to embrace freedom in the first place? My understanding was there was a, a tendency to fall back to religious practices for a sense of being holy, if you will, mm-hmm. versus really seeking out a relationship with Jesus. And through that, by the Spirit, there is a sense of freedom. And culturally, it's like all of a sudden it's like, well, if I'm free, then does that mean I get to do whatever I want? And could you speak to that? How does that, how does that apply to our culture now? The truths for then or the truths for today. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's nothing has changed in 2,000 years, which is why the truths for then are the truths for today. It's crazy. Is why Galatians chapter 5 is still applicable for us today. It's awesome. However, spec versus log. <laughs> Remember, check yourself. Yes. <laughs> spec versus log. Yeah. That's because that's also uh, a temptation to say, yep, we're Sodom and Gomorrah here. So, but. Spec versus log, because if we want to make a difference in the world and we want the fruit of the Spirit to actually be evident in the world, it starts with us, especially us who call ourselves Christians. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's us. hard. It's, it's really a hard line to walk because in part it's like, well, I want to have certain practices that bring me closer to Jesus, but all of a sudden if, if you unintentionally move outside that margin, it's like I'm doing these practices, so aren't I holy yet aren't i no the the whole goal is to get to jesus yep. but then it's like well you don't have to do the practices to be in relationship with jesus so it feels like a balance it feels like a a, a fine line to walk almost it, it really again spec versus log it's a self-assessment yeah like when the what i was struggling with when i told everybody in the sermon that i was struggling with that if you do these things you don't inherit the kingdom like it is looking at yourself knowing how is your relationship with Christ right now? That's awesome. How how are you with letting the Spirit guide you? Um, but yeah, this was not a this was not an easy sermon no. to do, especially for myself. Was there anything that you left out that you wish yes. you had more time for? Yeah, I will. And actually, verse thirteen, I really love this. The but through love serve one another. But if you got any Greek nerds like me out there. The word serve is doulos, which is to be a master over. To mm-hmm. like it's it's a it's actually a word play that Paul's doing. Is he's talking about freedom, but he's also saying, but be a slave of. And so uh what Paul is actually saying here is because if you guys remember the time, Paul is saying you're not a slave to the law, but he's saying you're free. However, if you are gonna serve something, if you needing to serve something or be a slave of something, then be a slave of each other with love. So well, and so often Paul refers to himself as a bond servant yeah. of Christ, and that you were bought with a price. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, he refers back time and time again about belonging to the Lord in that way, and uh, so it wasn't that he just was a freedman. You know, like he, there was enslaved people, then there were freedmen, but it was like a bond servant is someone who opts in on that life yes. and is committed to his his master and his master's household. Um, So that is the image that he kept drawing back from. So I could see him 
even um, that he would, if he were here today, he would want us to think about that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, so. The, the noun in Greek for a slave is doulos. To serve is the verb version of it. Hmm. It's like, in Greek, I think it's like doulete, which is you serve. So, and so if you're in labor having a baby, you have a doula Yes, that's where you. the word comes from. It's like your so little cool. birth yes. servant. Yeah, so where the word, that's where doula comes from. It's from doulos, <laughs> in the Greek word doulos. <laughs> and yeah. I, I love how that follows suit with Jesus who came to serve all of us as mm-hmm. well. It just kind of mm-hmm. keeps filtering on down in the teaching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So cool. Well, I'm glad I didn't wrap up. Contemplative moments, guys. Yeah. Contemplative <laughs> moments. I'm glad I didn't wrap up five minutes ago because you guys had a lot of good stuff. <laughs> you can um, wrap up now, Hayden. Are you sure? Yeah, you're good. You be our doula. Full permission. <laughs> you be our podcast doula. I don't you want got you it. to be my doula. Do you guys need ice <laughs> chips or anything like that? I can help out. Um, yeah, my ice melted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, um, Brian, thank you for a great message. Um, I think we're all looking forward to Scott's next week as we... Close out one of, it feels like a end of an era, right? Don't say that. No, Letters to a Young Church. Like it I was know, just, I loved it so yeah, much. I it, loved it. It was faithful to us and got us through, a, you know, our first part of the new year. And it's yeah. going to be sad to see it go, but it was a great series. And I feel like we got to learn a lot for those two letters. And, you know, who knows? Maybe it'll a come lot back of truths. at some point. What? A lot of truths. Yeah. Yeah, and the cool thing was it seemed like what was true for them it was like true for us, and I really liked that. Huh. Yeah. Wow. You should trademark that. I will. I will. Team. Like the follow-up podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the inside jokes, but everyone on the outside is like, what are, They're like, what are they about? talking about? <laughs> These guys are... They need to get out All of that right. building. Well, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening and watching. Make sure to uh, join us on Sunday, whether it's in person or online, and also come back next Wednesday when we talk to Scott about his message. And Yeah, so thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye.